sounded real loud and clear when I was inside. Made up my mind I was going to ride one out to Hollywood and take care of some business soon as I got paroled. How long have you been out? Father John said. Long enough. Why do you care? The parole officer knows you're leaving? No reason for him to know what don't concern him. Out of the corner of his eye, Father John could see Kiki swiveling his head about, glancing from one side of the road to the other like a hunted man. Desperation rolled off him like sweat. He had counseled men like Kiki, wound up tighter than a spring, ready to snap. Anything might set them off. He said, "'L.A.'s a long way to go on business.' He was thinking that the drug pipeline ran from Mexico to L.A., and from L.A. all the way to the reservation. "'I'm done with drugs, if that's what you're worrying about,' Kiki said. "'I'm going to L.A. for my grandfather. I owe him big time. He deserves to know what happened to his father.' Father John shot another sideways look at the man. "'What do you mean?' "'You heard of the shore apps that was in the old cowboy and Indian movies?' "'That was a long time ago.' Father John had read about the Arapahoes and Shoshones from the reservation who had gone to Hollywood in the 1920s and acted in some of the silent westerns. "'Had to have long hair to get in the movies,' Kiki said. "'Otherwise they didn't look like real Indians. Some of them were old buffalo Indians, still dreaming about the old time when they hunted the buffalo before they were sent to the res.' He pounded one gloved fist against the other." They had to dress up in costumes and hop around some campfire, cause some director says that's what Indians do. Everybody forgets what happened. What are you talking about? Father John looked over again. What happened? My great-grandfather got killed, that's what happened, and kept pounding his fist as if he were beating a drum. Charlie Wallowing Bull, grandfather's dead. Only Grandfather never knew him, cause he was born after Charlie left the res with the rest of the shore apps, thinking they was going to be movie stars. Three hundred of them went off to be in the covered wagon. All of them came back from Hollywood, except Charlie. Grandfather says his mother kept waiting and waiting. Waited for twenty-five years, sure he was going to come back, cause he wasn't ever going to leave her and his kid. Everybody said he'd walked away, went to Mexico or someplace. But Grandfather says he knew the truth from the minute he was born. Some things you know in your bones. He wasn't ever going to have a father, cause his father was dead. The thrum of the tires on the snow and ice filled the silence. A sign as large as a billboard rose at the side of the road ahead, St. Francis Mission. How easily he had settled back into the old routines after the six-month sabbatical in Rome, Father John thought, as if he knew the routine in his bones. It was the way things were. Breakfast this morning at the senior center with several of the elders, and in thirty minutes the monthly meeting with the social committee would get underway at the mission. A dozen pickups would pile into the mission grounds and park around Circle Drive. He had left Rome the previous Wednesday, a cool morning with the thin sun struggling to break through the cloud cover, and the roar and exhaust of motor scooters, and the bleeding horns of square-framed cars filling the streets, and a persistent hurried buzz running through everything. 
Twelve hours later, the small plane that he had boarded in Denver was circling Riverton, the pilot unsure of whether to attempt setting down in the blizzard. Then, finally, bumping across the runway, plunging through snow and ice. He had wanted to laugh out loud with the sheer joy of coming home. "'You expect to find out what happened to your great-grandfather?' he said. "'I'm going to find out who killed him, if that's what you mean.' There was a snarl in Kiki's tone, a residue of bravado probably left over from long days and months in prison. "'How about I buy you breakfast?' Father John drove past the entrance to the mission. "'Then I'll drop you on the highway wherever you want.' He was thinking that Lucy Running Bear, the high school girl he had hired to help out in the office, would take detailed notes at the social committee meeting, assuming some kind of emergency had come up. And in a way it had. A young Arapaho with a...